ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Bang on dating. All right, okay. Thinking right. about some There's new, an app. Oh, my new elements. There's an app too, Bang On. <laughs> Bang On is a really good name for an app. <laughs> Shit, we just said it out loud. It's our IP. Just trademarking yeah, that right it. now. I've got it. Here I've got there. it. On. Hello, Zen. Buongiorno. Ciao, Bella. Really held that note for a long time, didn't <laughs> I? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, ha- uh, what a week. Can we discuss what went down this week and is about to go down tomorrow if you're listening on a Thursday? Oh, my God. Huge news. Huge news. Bang on live. National tour announced. Pre-sales went out yesterday. I had so many people in my DM saying, I'm in the front row. All it's over so the country exciting. and general on sale for our tour, which is hitting all corners of Australia, big cities, smaller regional areas. We're pretty much heading to everywhere that we can. The tickets go on general sale tomorrow, Friday. If you're listening to Bang On on Thursday, the day it goes out, it is going to be on sale everywhere from Friday the 15th of December. And we are nervous and excited and thrilled to be able to be seeing you, the Bang Fam, in the biggest reunion ever. I know. Isn't it wild? Like we've been doing this for nearly eight years and we've literally done a handful of live shows. That's it. We've never really been able to get it together like this. And finally it's come together and we're so excited and it'll be such a great opportunity to just meet like-minded Bang Fam as well. Can you imagine a room full of people you like? (laughs) Like I can't. I, I just can't. Like, this is phenomenal. Everyone's on the same wavelength. It's going to be the best time. Do you reckon it's going to be a little bit like Bumble or Tinder as well? Do you reckon there's going to be some actual bangs that come out of Bang On Live? Oh, well, you'd hope so. <laughs> My goodness, that's a, that's actually a great thought. Bang On Dating. All right, okay. Thinking right. about some there's new, an app. Oh, my new elements. There's an app too. Bang On. <laughs> bang On is a really good name for an app. <laughs> Shit, we just said it out loud. It's our IP. Just trademarking yeah, that right it. now. I've got it. Here I've got there. it. <laughs> Well, speaking of Bang Fam and being surrounded by people that we love, we are now at the point at the very end of the year as we sign off for another year of Bang On for 2023 where we throw it open to the audience. Are you ready, Miff? I am ready. Bang back. Bang. (laughs) Oh, I see him working. Bang. Bang back. Bang back. Bang back. That one, Ryan, our, our bang man of uh, earlier this year, last year as well. Goodness me, that was really good. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate you, Ryan. It gets played once a year and yeah. it always just absolutely sends us, doesn't it? It's so, so good. Uh, about if, it. if you join Bang Fan this year and you don't know what Bang Back is, it's something that we do roughly once a year, sometimes twice, where we ask you, the Bang Fam, for your recommendations because you always come at us in the inbox, in the bang box. You're always DMing us various things. You're always telling us about the stuff that you're vibing on. And it's kind of a nice way to, you know, send you off into the summer because we've finally got a bit of time to be able to catch up on all the music, art, life and stuff, uh, TV shows, books, podcasts, all of that in between. And we wanted to hand it over to the Bang Fam to do just that. So we're going to be checking in with a few people, including some very special people over the next little while as well. But should we old school drag the dusty old answering machine out and check it, Miff? Absolutely. Hello. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, Miff and Zan. My name's Alida and I'm from Regent in Victoria. I'm banging back about a podcast series called Wiser Than Me. I've recently discovered it. It really is terrific listening. 
I'm not quite the age of the host and producer of this series, the wonderful Julia Louis-Dreyfus, she of Seinfeld and the Veep fame, but I am older than you guys and I really wish this podcast had been around 10 years ago. Julia interviews a number of fantastic, very famous women in the creative arts about life, their youth and what they've learned with age. They're all older than her and as she says, she's happy to be schooled by them. It kicks off with Jane Fonda, followed by Isabel Allende, then Fran Lebowitz and a host of other wonderful women. The series is funny, insightful, moving and energising. Julia kicks off each episode with an anecdote about herself, followed by the interview, and then ends it with a great conversation for a couple of minutes with her mum, which is a nice quirky touch. Each episode goes for about an hour, which is a bit longer than what I prefer, but, uh, you know, that sweet spot being the bang-on length, truth be told. But these interviews are just fantastic and fascinating, and the time really does fly by. I highly recommend. So cheers and happy listening. Hello, Miff and Zan. My name is Vanessa, and I know I'm a massive Bang fan. I only discovered your podcast last year, so I've had the pleasure of catching up on all your old episodes. I'm originally from Brisbane and have been living overseas for over 15 years in London, Singapore and now San Francisco. I have been loving all your talk about women's sport this year, especially the Matildas, but I did want to bang back today about netball. I have been playing netball continuously since 1987. I know, showing my age. And the reason I remember that year so distinctly is that I received a trophy from my netball club in Maribara, Queensland, where I grew up for most improved. For the last 10 years of living in SF, I've been involved and the current president of San Francisco Stars Netball Club. Netball is where I learnt a lot of my life skills since it truly is a team sport as you literally need every team member to get the ball down the court to score, unlike football or basketball where it can be a one-woman show. I have also met some of my closest friends by playing netball as it is a very close-knit community, especially when you're living in a country where no one knows what it is, despite the fact that netball was actually invented in America. They also think that we say nipple, so I have to say netball to avoid getting some funny looks. Needless to say, netball has been a big part of my life as well as my cousins and my amazing uncle who was a coach, mentor and lifelong member of the Maribyrn Netball Club where it all began. Thanks for letting me bang on about netball, not nipple. P.S. Miff, I hope you're settling in well to Brisbane and as a former Brizzy girl, I'm here if you need. Hi Miff and Zan and the whole Bang Fan production team. This is CB coming to you from Bidjigal and Gadigal land. My Bang Back was recommended to me by one of my besties and fellow Bang Fan member AC. So shout-outs must go to Ace for always putting me onto such fabulous reads. I recently finished reading Cleopatra and Frankenstein by Coco Mellers and was literally bereft at the last page. I missed all the characters and truly was lost about what to read next as I was so in love with the book and its cast. Set in New York in the early noughties, it's the story of 25-year-old English expat Cleo, who meets and marries 40-something Frank. It's a whirlwind romance which involves and impacts their whole circle of friends. Everyone in the group is a little broken, with their own backstory lovingly told by the author. It's one of those books where you find yourself rushing through, chewing up every page, but then wanting to slow down to savour it all and not speed up the end of the book. It is so beautifully written. I simply can't believe it's a debut novel. I'm really looking forward to reading what's next from Mellors. I'm the project manager on Eurovision, which includes managing the voting process. So Miff, I was there when Shannon Noll was on the jury and still chuckle about that morning. I squawked with delight when you recounted the morning on the pod. 
Then, of course, I hosted you a few years later, Zan. It's truly a joy to work on Eurovision, despite the ridiculously early mornings and long hours. So I love that you two are part of the magic. Thank you both for another year of Bang On. Your weekly catch-up is a salve and a much-needed giggle. The reason you strike such a chord is that you both truly feel like my besties. I could totally imagine sinking a few margaritas with you and gossiping the night away. I'm sure the Bang fam feel the same, so thanks for being digital besties to each and every single one of us. Sending you and all the Bang fam a restful summer and a promising light and love-filled 2024. CB. CB, that's beautiful. CB's got a beautiful voice too. I feel like CB should start a meditation app. Oh, absolutely. Also, was CB there when Nolsey tried to sell you his horse? His horse, yes. (laughs) Yeah. What an iconic moment in Australian history. (laughs) You know what I love, though? Like, all these, every one of these um, bang backers are just so bang fam. Like... Alita said a little bit too long, but I'm still I still liked it, <laughs> yeah. which is which is me. <laughs> Vanessa with a netball, you know, if you need. Yeah. It's like, yes, you're all us and CB, of course, doing Eurovision, which we love. Also, I didn't oh. know the netball was invented in America. I miss no, that memo. No That's wild. I know. See, Bank no, Fam educating so us at every step of the way. That's right. Who who needs who needs Wikipedia? <laughs> so, so good. Me, actually, I need it all the time. Okay, it's time to get some more Bang Fam on the blower. Hello, Susan. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm nervous and excited to be chatting to you ladies. You're joining. What are you nervous about, Susan? Um, you guys are like my Dolly Parton fangirl. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. We're not, but thank you. <laughs> Huge if true, not true. Um, but what yeah. an honour to be associated with the Queen of Country and all things life. You're banging on about a couple of things today. What do you want to bang on about first? This one is a little surprise for me because it's something I've never really gotten into, but it's a true crime podcast based on a neonatal nurse in the UK that was accused of murdering or harming the babies that she was caring for in an intensive care unit. And um, I was initially drawn to it being a nurse myself and neonatal background and just found the podcast to be compelling and interesting throughout. They showed evidence only that the jury could see and it had me hooked short episodes and very, very interesting. Was this a, this was a story that was in the news quite recently, wasn't it? Yeah, 100%. So the, the evidence and all those things were given out on the podcast and then the trial continued in, in real time on the podcast and then I don't want to give away the outcome in case people wanted to watch it without knowing whether she was guilty or not, but, um, yes, it's this year and a real-life crime. It's pretty grim, though, isn't it? It's What's it called, Susan? It's called The Trial of Lucy Letby, and I found it on Spotify, but I'm sure it could be found elsewhere. But um, I know, pretty grim and totally unlike anything that I would ever <laughs> normally listen to, being a bang-on fam, you know, but my phone knows me better than I do, so it <laughs> suggested it to me and... I did. I loved it. Got completely hooked. Oh, that's fantastic. I need a new true crime thing to listen to, so I'll be I'll be putting that one on the list. Thank you, Susan. It's always weird as well when you're listening to something that happens in real time like that when it's all unfolding. Yeah, and I think it would still be worthwhile listening even if you have heard the outcome of the trial because it was, you know, all the ins and outs with the detectives as well at the end and I have a new empathy for people that work in 
those kind of cases. Yeah. Yeah. Susan, I, while we've been talking, we're on Zoom right now, and I can't help but notice that we're being joined by two people that are behind you, and they look <laughs> strangely familiar, and that looks yeah. also very recently familiar. What is behind you in the on the wall yes. there? <laughs> Well, went along to Comedy in the Vines as per your recommendation on Bang On a few months ago. My husband surprised me with tickets and I had to almost specky people to get this poster (laughs) but jumped out of the lawn chair as quickly as I could and it hangs in my gym now as motivation for my glass of wine. That's so good. I love it all in a gym. I don't hang out in gyms, so this is good for me. You're holding white wine, Miff. That's right. It's so good. White wine. For anybody who's totally confused about this, basically a few weeks ago we did Comedy in the Vines, which we talked a little bit about, and uh, we will be sharing a bonus bang, capturing some of that next week. Even though this is our official last episode for the year, we're going to give you a little bonus bang in your podcast feed from Comedy in the Vines. But because we're dickheads, we decided to do a pin the wine on Miff and Zan game Mm. and we asked Luke McGregor to do just that. We um, printed out some wine glasses, put some blue tack on the back and then got a giant, almost life-size core flute cut out of ourselves, which um, unbeknown to us, it was going to be gale force winds. So we almost sailed away with it on stage that day. (laughs) But It was an effort to get home, (laughs) let me tell you as well. Well, that's why we gave it away because Miff was like, I don't want to put it in the back of the car. And you were you were out of your seat. Straight to the pool room, ladies, straight to the pool room. I've never seen someone jump out of a low beach chair so quickly. <laughs> no, my husband hasn't either. He's quite impressed. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, uh, well, thank you. I'm glad that you had the enthusiasm and grabbed it. It looks great on your wall and I'm very stoked that um, us drinking wine can inspire you in the gym every single day. <laughs> it Brilliant. does indeed. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much, Susan. See you. Bye. Cheers, bye. Bye. I reckon it's time to check the answering machine. Hello. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey Miff and Zan, Thomas here, banging back again for the first time in six years from Sweden. I'm banging on about Poor Things, which I saw last month at the Stockholm Film Festival. It's the latest film from Jorgos Lanthimos, who brought us the favourite in 2018, which won Olivia Colman her Oscar for Best Actress. He reunites with Emma Stone in a story of a young woman, Bella Baxter, raised by a brilliant scientist as she travels continents with a lawyer she has fallen for. It's hilariously horny, imaginative tale of reawakening, discovery, featuring likely the best performance of Emma Stone's career. She captivates every minute she's on screen and is a hot contender for Best Actress too. Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe are in the supporting cast, and the less you know about it before you go in, the better. It's been described in one review as Barbie for the mentally ill. Thanks for all the bang on this year. Have a great Christmas and looking forward to next year. Elskini. Hi, Zan. Hi, Miff. It's Rachel in London here. My recommendation for Bang Back is the two Twin Flames documentaries. There's one on Amazon Prime and there's one on Netflix. My opinion is watch the Amazon Prime one first. So Twin Flames Universe is a cult run by a couple that says there's one person out there for you who is your Twin Flame. And as time goes on, they start to say they're the only ones that can tell you who your twin flame is. And they say, go after that twin flame no matter what. And so it's like people with restraining orders, people that are in abusive relationships, they're like, it doesn't matter, they're your twin flame. 
And then as time goes on, it starts to get a lot darker because there's a lot of women in the group compared to men and no one seems to be finding their twin flame. So they start to pair the couples up and they start to tell people that there's a divine masculine and divine feminine. And if your birth gender doesn't match your divine gender, then they start coercing people to transition, even if they've never shown any signs of being trans in the past. It's got all the classic cult stuff. Costs lots of money and the leaders are getting super rich for coercion and control, abuse of volunteer labour, all the usual stuff. Anyway, go watch it and uh, keep up the good work. My name's Erin and I'm from Nam. I'd like to bang back about Renaissance, the new film by Beyonce. I'm listening to you rave about Queen Bee right now in your podcast and I've just watched Renaissance at IMAX. I was absolutely blown away by what I saw. She truly is, as Lizzo said in her Grammy speech, the artist of our lives and no one even comes close to her talent and influence in music right now. So Renaissance, the film every Beyonce fan needs to see. Bonus points if you dress in silver and nail the mute challenge. If you know, you know. (laughs) Preferably watch it on the big screen. Watching it IMAX made me feel like I was part of her show. What I loved especially seeing was how bloody hard she works and why she strives so hard to create a safe, happy place where everyone can be themselves and feel free. The the behind-the-scenes footage of her, her children and Jay-Z, as well as her extensive touring crew, was also a delight from someone that normally keeps all of that side quite private. She shows she's not a robot, she's a human too that feels deeply, works hard to perfect her craft and is always thinking of her team and the fans. Thank you for your wonderful presence in my life this year, Miff and Zan. I tune in every week and although the current state of the world feels heavier than it ever has before for me... I always feel better for listening to your podcast and having a giggle. Keep slaying, ladies. Love, Erin. Oh, Erin, that's beautiful. I'm actually going to go and see uh, Renaissance this week or this, no, sorry, next week with one of our early bang on listeners, Janine from Brisbane. Oh, my God, I love that. Yeah. Copy chop. At Copy Chop. (laughs) Copy Chop, we've been been in contact, well, all of us have been in contact since the beginning. Yeah. Since the very early days. And she said, do you want to come to the Beyonce film? I said, sure. Oh, my God, I love that myth. Also, I loved that um, Erin pronounced it Renaissance because, remember, we were trying to figure out whether it was Renaissance or Renaissance. And she's gone full Australian Renaissance. It's good that you're seeing in the next week too because I was just scooting around. It only opened a couple of weeks ago, but... I've been super busy and haven't been able to see it. And I'm saying this as a PSA. It's starting to drop off screens because all the Christmas films are coming in. So get onto it ASAP if you want to see it on the big screen because I think that it's going to be nudged out by all the big Christmas films like Wonka and what have you. Yep. Also, Thomas, hilariously horny. Hilariously horny. I love that. (laughs) I've written that film down. I'll be watching that. Yeah. On that recommends. And Twin Flame sounds fascinating too. Very, very keen. Well, we're hitting the road for our next Bang Back. Hello, James. Hello, Mick and Zan. How are you doing? <laughs> Where are you right now? I am in Ellie Beach. Um, I've spent the last few months up far north Queensland, um, just enjoying the sun and rainforest and vitamin D. Um, but obviously, Cyclone Jasper's hit, so I've kind of come south. Um, oh, my God. Are yeah, you safe right now? Because it's, you know, I know that it's a little bit further north, but is it windy and rainy? What's oh. it like there? 
we just got like the edge of the storm system. So just a bit of rain, but um, still lovely and beautiful. Love it. How's your van in, in the rain? <laughs> how, how do you go with that at night? And does he, do you get creeped out or you're okay? No, I'm pretty tough. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm pretty strong. So. <laughs> the reason that we wanted to call you is because a few weeks ago, for anybody who follows Miff and I on socials, they might have seen that we shared your post. We were blown away. You made your own Bang Fam merch where you drew an amazing little caricature of the two of us. I believe it says, I'm in the Bang Fam. Um, and then on the back, Bang On With Me Forhurst and Zandro. It looked very, very professional. And we were absolutely floored when we saw that you'd made your own merch as you were traveling around Australia in your van. Why did you do this? Was it just like a little pet project? Why did I do this? Why do I do anything is the real <laughs> question here. Um, I guess I've, I've been living in the van all year and I've lost the time in my hand to just explore and try different things, which has been really lovely. Um, and drawing has been one of them. And why did I do a Bang Fam tea? Um, I guess you guys are very inspirational. But, like, there's something really special about Bang On and the Bang Fam that I love. And it's not it's not just, like, a group of people who just happen to listen to the same podcast I feel like there's like a real kind of shared value system with Bang Fam. Um, you know, the group of people just kind of wanting to do the best, but obviously kind of very flawed and don't often make the mark and are okay with that. And I just wanted to be like proud Bang Fam and just get around in my, you know, my Bang Fam merch. Oh my God. Like merch. You t- totally nailed exactly what we are, Miff. <laughs> <laughs> slightly flawed. Yeah, just slightly. But, but owns it, owns it, you know, just owns, owns the imperfections. James, have you connected with anyone because of the T-shirt? Uh, yeah, the first day I wore it, um, I was up in Cairns and Rachel was there on a holiday from Adelaide and she stopped me and was like, what are you wearing? Um, so I had a quick <laughs> chat with her. But mainly, which was my favourite part, mainly um, people will kind of not say anything, but like I can tell they know what it is. So like I'll walk past someone in the supermarket and they'll have like their kind of normal morose kind of face on and they'll look at the shirt and they'll kind of register it and their face like lights up um, and, you know, just like in, in a way that like undoubtedly Bang Fam kind of would recognise it. So it's kind of like one of those like magic eyes from the 90s that like only Bang Fam can see because if you're not Bang Fam, it's not going to look like anything to you. So, it's either um, that love... or they think you're in like a massive sex cult and they're looking for an in. <laughs> it's like, I'm, yeah. I'm a Bang yeah. Fam. <laughs> Either way, I'm fine with that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we've been doing our Bang Back episode um, as our final episode of Bang On for the Year, asking people to bang back about something that's been big in in their year, something that's been a real highlight. Obviously, you've been on the road. Have there been any big highlights for you this year that you want to shout out to the Bang fam? Well, I think all my highlights while traveling have been just kind of like really kind of personal kind of, you know, personal kind of revelations about myself and who I am and all the rest of it. But I do want to just bang back about the Alice Springs Beanie Festival, which Ooh. I just coincidentally oh, happened cute. to be in the middle of the country for. I know, very cute. I thought you'd like it, Miss. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be right up your alley too. I'm not saying like Bang Fam should fly specifically to the territory to attend the Beanie Festival, but if you happen to be there in the middle of the year, kind of go for it. It's kind of like an attack and kitsch of Eurovision, but with like the heart and soul of the CWA. Um, <laughs> and there's like a gallery there with like some avant-garde kind of like pieces. And there's, you know, from be- normal beanies to kind of your more extra beanies. So, um, you know, and just like a really lovely kind of community event. And I think that like while kind of we're in like the, you know, cosy living crisis, that like we should be looking into our own communities, what's around, and kind of taking advantage of the communities we're already in and the kind of weird and wacky things that kind of go on there. Um, because we don't have to spend like a whole lot of money to like be like doing all these extra things. There's things happening right in our own backyard. So 
yeah, that's what I'm banging on about. James, you, you mentioned you've learned a lot about yourself. Could yeah. you share with us, I guess, one of the, one of the biggest things you've learned about yourself while travelling on your own? Ooh, that I'm, like, really awesome. Um, but I'm... <laughs> you are. We know that. We know that. <laughs> um, no, like, I, I, I feel like, you know, some of the catalysts for kind of jumping in my van and, and taking off was I, I felt like, I mean, a, a lot of like what you've spoken about on Bang On over the years, that kind of post-pandemic kind of period where people are kind of reassessing their lives and, you know, just scrapping away with the things they don't want to do. And and I kind of felt like I was in a position where like my whole identity had been work. So kind of I wanted to kind of get away from roles, responsibilities and kind of just discover who I am. And yeah, I'm like a hot mess of a human being, but I'm also... <laughs> Pretty freaking great. So um, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm messy, but I'm all right. So, um, Hot messes yeah. make the world go around. I don't think if anyone's got if anyone's got their shit together, James, they're lying. <laughs> as you were saying that as well, I just thought like, and I don't, I've never heard this thought, thought this word before, but I was thinking of the perfect word to capture you and the Bang Fam is flawsome, flawed but awesome. We're all Ooh, flawsome. That is good. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. And also, that ten out of ten for word. using Cozzy lives in a sentence. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah. the word of the year for, slash two words, of the year for the Macquarie Dictionary. Clearly you are Bang Fam, referring, referencing the Cozzy Lives. Thank you, thank you. I wasn't sure if I used it appropriately, but, uh, <laughs> but who cares? <laughs> uh, James, what's the next stop? You're in Early Beach now. Where are you heading to next? So, all story. So, I'm heading down to the Sunshine Coast because I went to a psychic in Cairns who told me that I was going to find the love of my life slash soulmate <gasps> on the Sunshine Coast. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm not doing much with my life at the moment, so I thought may as well go down there and, and see what that's about. <laughs> Fall in um, love. <laughs> yeah, fall in love. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm hoping my soulmate's a rich soulmate, so I won't have to, like, get a job. That's, that's, that's the idea. But they'll probably also be Bang Fam if they're my soulmate. So, there you know, maybe they're, maybe they're listening right now. Incredible. Maybe. Please Looking keep us in the loop. <laughs> and you guys, and we'll get married and you guys can be in the bridal party. There you go. I can, we're very good, fantastic. very good flower girls, aren't we, Miff? We're very good we at, being, at throwing flowers everywhere. That's right. Uh, and, and tantrums as well. Hey, James, thank, so, you, thank you so much for joining welcome. us today. Thank you and so our much for having me. This is like a dream. Oh, you're the best. Oh, we, we love you. James. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks, James. Thanks, guys. See bye. you. Bye. Oh, my God, he's amazing. But it's so weird also that he mentioned the Alice Springs Beanie Festival because our original bang boy, James, James of the Wild Laugh bang boy, he reported from the Alice Springs Beanie Festival when it was on back in sort of in the middle of winter as well. So I love that bang fam just hanging out at the Beanie Festival. (laughs) (laughs) Birds of a feather flock together. They really do. That is incredible. All right, time to check the voicemail again. Hello, please leave a message after the tone. Hi, Miff and Zan. Uh, it's Marissa calling from Nam, and I'd like to bang back about a fabulous podcast that I listened to this year, Svetlana Svetlana. It's a sweeping tale of uh, Svetlana Alulieva, who was the daughter of Joseph Stalin. It's about her search for uh, love and and family and to escape her father's legacy. Uh, she defects from Russia to India first and then to the United States where she uh, is invited to become part of the Frank Lloyd Wright Architecture Commune and marries into that. It's just, it's got everything. It's, you know, complex father-daughter relationships, complex mother-daughter relationships. It's history. There's a few musical numbers. What I really liked about it, besides the fact that it was just a really great 
an interesting story was the presenter who is a guy called Dan Catrosa. Uh, he just is a very entertaining presenter and it was really, really clear how much love and respect he had for the subject and, and for the story. So I highly recommend. It's been a little while since I listened to it, but it stayed with me for a long time afterwards. Thanks. Hi, my name is Caitlin and I'm from Melbourne and I'd like to bang back about Talking at Night by Claire Daverley. I like to describe the book as a heartbreakingly beautiful story about the unavoidable sadness of life. Now, I know that sounds pretty depressing and to be honest, the book is a bit depressing at times, but I just loved that it was not about a picture-perfect storybook romance The love was real, it was messy, flawed and honest. It just felt like real human love. I didn't want the story to end. It was one of those books that even when you're not reading it, it haunts you and you're still thinking about the characters. It's quite similar to Normal People by Sally Rooney, so if you enjoyed that story, I think you will enjoy this one. Hi, Miffin's Anne. My name is Anne-Marie from Canberra and I'd like to bang back about the Say More with Dr. Sheila podcast. This is a podcast created by the comedy legend that is Amy Poehler who plays the unqualified couples therapist Dr. Sheila. She regularly reminds her patients to emphasise the question mark after Dr. for legal reasons. Each episode runs for about 30 minutes and features Dr. Sheila offering dubious advice to different couples each episode who have wide-ranging issues such as infidelity and codependency. The couples are played by such well-known voices like Tina Fey, Maya Rudolph, John Early and many more who all have such amazing comedic timing. My understanding is that the episodes are mostly improvised which to me adds to the humour because you just don't know where the episode will end up. I'm not sure if it's meant to be a bit of a parody of the Esther Perel podcast, but I found it laugh out loud funny and binged all episodes in one go. Thank you both so much for your podcasts this year. I always listen to you when I'm out walking and while I'm not obviously silent walking, it's all the better for having you both in my ears. Doctor Sheila, that's Doctor, so good. I love that. I haven't heard of that before. To that. It's so good. <laughs> I've, heard, I've been actually hearing about this, and it's a great reminder. As are all these bang backs of things that you might have missed during the year, or you haven't found yet. So this is why I love, love, love this episode, and also why you love podcasts. Who knew that there was a podcast about Joseph Stalin's daughter called Svetlana Svetlana? I oh, know. I wrote that down. I'm writing them all down. So good. Of course, if you want to find out all of these bang backs, you can look at the show notes. Miss writing yeah. them down because good you luck. don't. Know I'm how. writing them down. <laughs> I still don't know. I'm sure I could find it if I tried. We will link to all of it. (laughs) On that parody tip as well, um, while Anne-Marie was talking about um, saying no more with Dr. Sheila, have you listened to the Call Jonathan Pye podcast? No. Okay, so this, I mean, I don't know whether I'm particularly 
fascinated by it because I work in the media and I work at the ABC, but it's a BBC podcast and it is an incredibly close to the bone piss take of talk radio at the oh, BBC, God. which has got a lot of crossover with the ABC. Oh, sounds good. Um, it's it's kind of hard to listen to because it feels very real, uh, but it's really funny. It is a comedy. It is a parody, but it feels like reality. Um, it is absolute satire that cuts very close to the bone. Call Jonathan Pye. Very, very good. You might enjoy it more if you work in media, but yes, a lot of people who do uh, work in media and at the ABC have been recommending that one to me. (laughs) And that's all I'll say. What a better way to end our Bang Back, our final episode of the year, with someone who is so special to bang on. She is, I reckon she's up there as one of the number ones of the Bang Fam. We first heard from beautiful Susie Smith in 2021 when she got in touch after being diagnosed with bowel cancer and she shared some of the really valuable lessons that she'd learned and um, we were really moved by it. So we chatted to her last year when she was ringing the bell after 15 months of chemo treatment. It was an amazing moment and she had lots of plans for the year and it seems only right to check in again with beautiful Susie in London to see how the year went down. Susie, thanks so much for joining us. Hi, Miff. Hi, Sam. It's so good to, to be on again. And you're looking beautiful in your bright orange, I've got to say, the kind of collar that you can use as a napkin. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what an outfit you're wearing. <laughs> Excuse me. For my girls, I had to do a little bit of fashion. <laughs> yes, thank you. I love Some the bang on fashion. I love it. How's your 2023 Thanks. panned out? Because we haven't spoken to you since this time last year. No, and I have to say, like, I did a little bit of bang-back research and even though it was really hard to do, I did listen to our, our last interview and... Aww. I think I just, and you can see the smile on my face here. It's just like, it was like the world's best year in review. Like I'm here, I'm like, I feel like I'm at work. (laughs) I'm like, okay, so what did we achieve and what did we talk about? This is your performance review. (laughs) This is my performance review with the most fabulous people in the whole world. And I'm pleased to say I did everything and then some. What were your plans for this year and what did you get up to? Yeah, well, I think we spoke about Glastonbury. We spoke about Eurovision. I think there was Sam Smith, Lizzo, And basically, I think I said any ticket possible in London. So I'm very happy to say that I definitely did all of that. Ticked ticked those off, went to Glastonbury, saw Beyonce, which I know that you did as well, Zan. So a lot of like culture stuff. So we ticked all of that, a lot of travel, because obviously when I was doing treatment, I wasn't able to travel. Um, So I think I've gone to about 15 different countries this year. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, so I've just got back from Iceland. Um, I was in Kenya, so I actually officiated one of my best friend's weddings, um, which you would love. So I actually started the wedding with its Britney bitch, and it really just <laughs> went up from there. <laughs> so I had a little headset on. Um, so that was in Kenya, and I've gone back to work, which feels incredible. I'm at the moment nine months all clear, which I just yes. need to keep looking forward. So that's huge. Um so, yeah, so it's been a pretty incredible year. Oh, my God, this is so good to hear, Susie. You always, every time we've sort of spoken to you, grab life by the balls, approached it with gusto and showed such not just resilience but also hope for what was around the corner. And that's something that I was like you. I went back and listened to last year's Bang Back and yeah. I definitely had a had a cry just thinking about what it was, you know, imagining what that experience was like for you and I'm sure for you it kind of probably transported you back to that moment. But you've become an ambassador, is that right? Yeah, I'm so glad. Thank you so much for asking that 
question as well. Like I think I've obviously done the travel and the Glastonbury, but like the thing that's given me the most joy is that I've actually become an ambassador for Bowel Cancer UK. So I go into businesses and I actually tell my story very glamorous. I went into one of the biggest toilet mills in the UK a couple of weeks ago because uh, it's incredible. So there's actually a company here that's put the symptoms of bowel cancer on toilet packaging, um, which is genius. So it's like millions of people in the UK are seeing symptoms where they need them most. So then my story on top of that is kind of bringing that home a little bit. I've done interviews on TV. I've actually been on a billboard. So I've designed swimwear for people with um, stoma bags. So that was never in my life did I think that I would be on a billboard in a bikini. Um, And I did have a glow team. (laughs) So I was just like, I need more tan. I need more tan. (laughs) Anytime I got nervous, I was like, where is the glow team? Tan, tan, tan. That's fantastic. Um, So that's huge. And that's obviously something that I would never have done before and you know it's something I love swimming I love fashion I had a stroma bag I had bowel cancer I'm a young person so all of these things kind of came together um and I think the healthier I get the stronger my voice is getting um I was really like really really scared to tell my story to people that hadn't met me before um and now you know through talking to you girls and being able to kind of go into businesses and talking to my friends and my family it's like the stronger my voice is getting, the more that I know that I can do something with it. Mm. And early detection is so important. Like, unfortunately, um, my dad was actually diagnosed this year as well with bowel cancer. So, but no, he's doing so great. And that's because my family and people that know me are also so diligent. So the second he saw any kind of blood in his poo, he went straight to the doctor. And, you know, that meant even though he's a 76-year-old man, his treatment has been a lot less than mine and, you know, he should make a full recovery. So, you know, it's not just about age. It's actually about going to the doctor quickly and knowing the symptoms and being aware and not being scared and just finding an answer. And I think the more talking I do, I know how impactful that is for people to hear. So I'm going to keep going. And hopefully if I speak to you next year or we actually meet next year, I'm back at home. Um, Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think we've got to have a white wine. Um, Mate, you got to come to Bang On Live, front row. you got to be there. I know, well, even Adelaide, when you were dropping all those hints last week, <laughs> I was like, I've got to be there. I know where the girl's going to be. But I think there's, yeah, great power in speaking. And I can speak and I'm going to keep going for as long as I can. And I hope that that it does something and it changes, at least changes my world and the world that I'm in. Susie, I've just got to say that the word inspirational gets used way too much, but you are genuinely an inspiration to so many of us. What you've achieved in the last couple of years and what you've been through on top of that has been incredible. And I just, I, I bow down to you. You're, you're amazing. Gosh, no. I bow down to both of you and thank you again for being my friend. Um, I think that part of the podcast always made me cry when I thought about doing 2,000 steps with you girls. So this time we're doing marathons together and we're going to keep going. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) But but thank you. And, I, yeah, it's really beautiful to be able to share this and to be able to look back at a year that obviously had ups and downs but way more ups. It's been our favourite part of the end of the year, Susie, to check in with you. We're so glad that you're thriving and that you've had an amazing 2023. I have a feeling 2024 is going to be incredible for you as well. Get a good break in over the the winter in London and, yeah, we'll see you back in Australia in 2024. We can't wait to meet you in the flesh. 
then I'm off skiing in Geneva. <laughs> and then, I'm, and then I, I'm off to Scotland for a tartan and pearls party. So I'm very busy. There's Jesus no Christ. I love it. Bad bitch. I just feel I just I just, I just feel so grateful that you had time for us, Susie. <laughs> Well, I'm here in London tonight, but you know, as of Friday, I'll be in Ireland. So I'm definitely not stopping anytime soon. Bloody legend. Have have a blast. Thank you so much. And thank you for making time for me again. Thanks, Susie. She's just the best, isn't she? I love Susie. The absolute best. And yeah, I mean, we can all learn a thing or two from Susie. Stay positive, (laughs) travel, do, do the best you can. She's amazing. Get on with it. What an absolute legend. Thank you, Susie. Always love checking in. I'm sure we'll be checking in with her again next year. We're about to get into our answering machine for one last time, but was there anything you were banging on about this week, Miff? What was floating your boat in the last week? Oh, my goodness. Last night I saw uh, the brand new movie, which is called Maestro. Oh, which is about obviously one of my one of my faves when I was a kid anyway, Leonard Bernstein, composer, conductor, American. Uh, it's, it's not so much about his life. You don't learn very much, in fact, at all about his his involvement in one of his most successful projects, West Side Story, or the fact that he was he was a real bridge for people in the sixties and seventies for. Um, bringing classical music to younger folk and opening that world up to them. He he bridged high and low cultures and, and, and really shared his love of classical music and, and made it accessible, I guess. We didn't really learn much about that at all. In fact, we really focused on Bradley Cooper, who stars as Leonard Bernstein, and Kerry uh, Mulligan, who plays Bernstein's wife, Felicia, and, and their relationship and the complicated relationship that they had because he basically was sexually fluid. He he was seeing men as well as her and uh, there was all sorts of difficulties with that. So, uh, look, it's a beautifully made film. Bradley Cooper directed it and it starts all in black and white and the first half is essentially in black and white as the couple meet, fall in love and their life begins together and then it, then it sort of comes into really strong focus when it becomes colour and it's just quite extraordinary. Once I realised this is a film about a relationship and it's not so much a biopic in a traditional sense, uh, I just fell in love with it It's and I haven't stopped thinking about it since I saw it last night, so go and see it. Okay, amazing. That's a really good summer film as well, like big screen settle in with a popcorn summer film too. Sounds like very classic Hollywood. Yeah, it, it's well worth your time and it's two hours, which I thought about looking at my phone but I didn't. For the time, I was like, I was into it. So two hours was great. <laughs> well, that is a, a huge tick of approval from you because I know how you feel about time. It's interesting yeah. too that that's the kind of tack that they took because the Fablemans, which I didn't watch until I was on a plane because I just wasn't really that interested in it, but this is the sort of memoir biopic of Steven Spielberg about his childhood. And I was kind of like, uh, I don't know, I could take it or leave it. But that actually ended up being a film about the relationship of his parents too. And mm. I found that way more compelling and really done beautifully. So I like that there's this new kind of trend, I guess, in focusing on the relationships and the dynamics of particularly a lot of women who were partnered with men who maybe didn't get their story told but were absolutely key to the success of some of our greatest artists, right? Absolutely. And Kerry Mulligan just absolutely shines in this movie. And it's funny, the final scene ends on her where it says maestro. It's really interesting the way it's played. I think I think you'll enjoy it. I'm very, very excited for that. What are you banging on about? I'm banging on about 
a series that is very watchable and I have many thoughts about and I'm not sure what I think about it, but I loved watching it at the same time. It's the new binge series Strife starring Asha Ketty. You'll like this, Miff. It's eight episodes and they all go for less than half an hour. So you will Great. whip through it. And this is based on, loosely based on the story of Mia Friedman setting up Mamma Mia. It's actually, she's a producer on it and it's based also on the book that she wrote about setting up Mamma Mia as well. And I'll say this off the bat, Asha Ketty is not a likeable character and it's a really kind of interesting look at the setup of not just women's media, but online media in 2012 when, you know, magazines were well and truly on the way out, paper magazines and online media was on the rise. But women's media in particular was really just sort of kicking off and she saw an opening and a hunger in the market for that and went out on her own. And a lot of people have very many feelings about Mia Friedman, about the way she conducts business, about the way that she reports on things, about journalistic integrity and how she tells stories about women to women, for women, at the expense of women, depending on what your perspective is. I thought it was a really well done series. I think that there's a lot of focus on Asha Ketty, who is but isn't Maria Friedman, and the complexity of her. And I wanted to see more of the development of the characters around her, you know, the interns, the people that write the stories, the people who are not middle class white privileged women driving Range Rovers, basically. Mm. Um, but I also found it really watchable. So a good, binge. <laughs> good binge. It's a good binge on, on binge. binge. Yeah. So <laughs> if you want to check it out, I thought it was really great. I think also just watching Asha Ketty act the shit In out anything. of it. Yeah. She's just so good. She's so good. And and I'm a sucker for anything, same as Paper Giants, the newsreader. You know, I work in the media and I just gobble up all the media stories because I find them really fascinating, particularly origin stories. So if you're into that, if you're curious about it, it is based on, it's not the story of, it is based on, but depending on how you've interacted with those various brands, I'm sure you'll get a lot out of it as well. Shall we check the answering machine for one last time? Let's do it. Hello, please leave a message after the tone. Hi, Miff and Zan. It's Louisa here from Thornley in Sydney. I'd like to bang back about a fabulous podcast about birds. It's called The Weekend Birder, and it features one bird every episode. All the information you ever want to know about that bird, how to find it in the wild, its behaviours, and they usually interview a researcher who's been working on research about that bird. So it's really cool. The best thing is it's only like 20 minutes long, so that's about all my brain can cope with at the moment. So I reckon you would love it, and I think lots of the Bang fam would love it too. Hi, Miff, Zan and Bang fam. My name's Tony, and I live, work and play on Gubby Gubby Country, also known as the Sunshine Coast. I'm banging back about the TV series Rain Dogs. So this series came out at the start of this year uh, on HBO, which I watched on streaming service Binge. Now, The New Yorker has called it Dysfunction Done Right, and I tend to agree. Um, Anyway, this is a new series set in London following the life and challenges of single mum Costello Jones. It's set in a world of poverty, but it's beautiful and chaotic and the characters are so endearing that rather than be repulsed or feel sorry for them, you just really, really want things to work out for this shambolic family unit. Daisy Mae Cooper, she is phenomenal as Costello Jones. All the actors are absolutely brilliant. Each episode is only about 30 minutes, so honestly, watch it all in one go. You won't be disappointed. 
Cash Carraway, the creator and executive producer of Rain Dogs, she was honoured on the BAFTA breakthrough list this year. So I'm actually really excited to see what other projects come after this season of Rain Dogs, praying for a season two. So enjoy, Bang Fam. Merry Christmas. Have a safe, happy holidays. Bye. Hi, Miff and Zan. My name's Jen and I'm from Melbourne. I'd like to bang back about two book trilogies that I loved in 2023. The first of these is known as the Aaron Falk Trilogy, which is made up of The Dry, Force of Nature and Exiles, um, all by Jamin Harper. They're mystery thrillers all set in rural Australia. The main character is Aaron Falk, a federal police who is in the rural towns to investigate a crime. I've had the pleasure of meeting Jane Harper, who is a local Melbourneian, at a book signing and she's super nice and a great author. The second of the trilogies is The Rosie Project, The Rosie Effect and The Rosie Result by Graham Simerson. I'm a, probably a bit late to this trilogy, but started it and loved it. It's set in Melbourne in New York with the book's main character, Don Tillman, a genetics professor who comes up with a questionnaire to help find the perfect partner. The books follow Don as he falls in love has a child and navigates the world as a neurodiverse person. Highly recommend all six books. Thanks, ladies. Love, bang on, and Merry Christmas to you both. Bye. That's a big reading list for the, for the summer myth. That's a huge reading list. <laughs> Holiday reading list. Also, the Jane Harper series, The Dry was made into a film with Eric Banner a couple mm. of years ago, and I think they've just made the second one, Force of Nature, Force of which nature. is going to be opening I saw the preview soon. for it last yeah. night. Yes, it looks good. <laughs> All over it. So yeah. many good tips there. I hadn't heard about that Rain Dogs TV series as well and Birda podcasts. Bang fam know us, don't they? <laughs> they do. They know what we love. <laughs> it's so nice. It's just we're so lucky. We've got a beautiful community. It's a nice time, isn't it, Bang Back? It really is. It really is. Time. It's my favourite. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who got in touch. Sorry if we didn't get to your Bang Back. We were sort of skating through a bunch of different emails. We tried to get to everyone, but we always read your emails. I do. And forward them to me. <laughs> That's and nice. um, we're really excited about seeing you all at our live shows in 2024. We are going absolutely everywhere. Presale has opened already for those shows. I actually just got, while we're in the middle of our bang back, a little mm. message, and Perth and Melbourne are going off, Miff. This oh, is our you're first, kidding. yeah, first time in WA, Good on you, Perth. and you are stepping up, Perth. So say, thank you so much. Um, Good on you, Melbourne. <laughs> Everyone else, lift your game. Go on, do it today. <laughs> Make us feel like we haven't done this, we haven't made the most stupid decision of our lives to do this, to go on tour. Dare I say, a great Christmas gift for your fellow Bang fan. (laughs) Uh, General on sale tomorrow, December the 15th, everywhere. And, yeah, there's going to be a little bonus bang in your feeds next week as well. We're going to give you a little taster of the very random time that we have on Bang On Live from our recent comedy in the Vines Bang On Live recording. Yep. Miff. Thank you for being a beautiful part of every week. We make it work. It's wild. We do it wherever we are around the country and around the world. (laughs) Bang Fan would never know the kind of hoops we jump through, but it's always a joy to see your face in the flesh or through the Zoom or down the blower every week. Yeah, absolutely. It's a highlight of my week. And also to our beautiful producers who we've had, you know, share with us this year. Uh, it's, It's been amazing. We've... We're very, very lucky to be able to do what we do, but we wouldn't be able to do it without them. Yeah, thank you so much to Ryan, to Corinne, to Liza, 
to Dylan and Ellie for the last couple of weeks. It takes a whole village of Bang Fam, and we love you all and really appreciate you. And most of all, thank you to our beautiful Bang Fam for just being there every single week. We're so stoked. We feel so lucky to have you as as our community, and we can't wait to be back with you in your podcast feeds in 2024. Cannot wait. And on the road as well. On the road again. It'll be great. Back on the road again. Happy holidays. <laughs> See you next year. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bang. 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 Bang.